Our world is dying, politicians are lying And just when you feel like crying Sit and have a listen to people who have shit themselves Hello, I'm Claudia I'm Evie And we are the hosts of The Foodcast. The Foodcast is a podcast on a mission to learn about the lives of those living with bowel and bladder conditions. And this week we are having a bit of a wind-down sesh, the end of the series, Eves. How are you feeling about that? How's your bum, your tum, your emotional state of mind? Um, Emotional state of mind is an absolute shocker. (laughs) But my my bum and tum are fine, so that's That's good. good. I made a gluten-free lemon drizzle cake. Yum. So um, that was obviously great until my boyfriend dropped it on the floor. Um, oh, so bum. That was good. Okay, I'm being dramatic. He dropped a large slice of it on the floor. Oh, okay, so it wasn't the whole thing. So there is at least half the cake left, I would say. Oh, fine. So then he doesn't get any of that and you get you get the good bit. Yeah, right? exactly, because it's gluten-free. He can have whatever fucking lemon jizzle cake he wants. Because <laughs> it, it was so funny. I got home last night and I'd made the icing. He was like, God, what is that? That looks like spunk. And it really did, actually, the, the, the dressing. The dressing? I need to stop calling it the dressing, the icing. You're just um, such a professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. called the dressing, I believe. The, I yeah, believe celebrity bakers, the, um, yeah. In the, in the, in the um, bake-off professionals, they yes. call it the dressing. Um, and it really does. So we've decided it's now going to be the lemon jizzle cake. Whatever you do in your own time is, is completely up to you. Thank you so much. Uh, just to clarify, that was me who made the, the um, icing, not my boyfriend. It was nothing to do with his bodily fluids. Um, he didn't contribute. Um, and I decided to mix it up. I put a bit of elderflower liqueur in the icing, so it's like lemon and elderflower. Fuck. And it's really nice, but it is very, it's really sweet. Okay. I, I do quite like them quite sharp. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'd say this is a little sweeter than I was after. Have you ever had a lime drizzle cake? No, I haven't, but that really does appeal. It's delicious. My boyfriend's mum made one for us, and I I was quite shocked. I'd never even thought of such a thing. I do love lime as a flavour. It's one of my favourite fruits. I could just bite into a lime. I love it. If anybody listening wants to send us a, a lime drizzle cake, no one's ever sent us gifts. I think when we set up That's a podcast... We, didn't, we, we did set up a peer box. Yeah, like, I, I was under the impression that when people really loved your show, they sent you shit. Mm. No one has sent us gifts, no. guys. They haven't. Well, we've had a few things sent. We've got loads of beer and t-shirts yeah, and things like that but by not, our sponsors but not by our yeah. beloved listeners you've sent us some lovely emails that have warmed our heart but really it's not does that actually pockets. mean anything not no. to me it doesn't no. it's it's been a bit difficult because i think with the, something like the podcast i was scared to set up a PO box in case people sent in shit like shit in the post yeah they people would. do do that don't they yes i mean i don't think our listeners would do that but it's possible so, so you know, mixed feelings, mixed feelings about not having any post. Yeah. Um, but so relieved we haven't been sent any shit. And also we can't really complain because we didn't sell the PO box. So where would they have sent it to? Well, they could have, you know, inquired as to our home addresses. <laughs> yeah, no one asked actually, did they? No one's asked. And no. I'm a little bit hurt about it. Well, is is that what's, what's bugging you at your moment or is there something wrong with your bumby tum? Um, bum and tum have not been good today because I'm hungover to holy hell. She's hungover, as they say in uh, Paris. 
Hungover. They say hungover. Is that what they say? Verre. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm not good. I had quite an impressive stint yesterday in Brighton. I didn't know in I could. In Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was yesterday. But I didn't realise it was in Brighton. Yeah. yeah. I and thought it was just a show from the Brighton Fringe that had come to to London or somewhere. No, near mate. Brighton. I I went to Brighton and I socialised my little ginger ass off. Did you? Well I was quite you. impressed with myself because I went down with a friend. We met up with a friend who'd moved there, and then our other friends who were coming to the show joined us. And then I got on an Uber to go see another friend who lived down the road. Went out with them for a couple of drinks, hopped in an Uber back, went to see my mate's show, went out for drinks afterwards, got on the train home at quarter past 11 in the evening, oh. came home, fell into bed. I, I didn't know I could still do this. I, yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite proud of myself, but I feel like Sorry. absolute death. Especially, can we just uh, let the listeners know, just because I didn't stop fucking going on about it, straight off the back of an isolation you've had, you went naught to 100. I, I think I was kind of like, I want to see the world. I want to see the sights. I want to see the people. I want to smell the smells. And that's exactly what I did. And I also have decided now I want to move to Brighton. It's yeah. the, I know how you feel about Brighton anyway. You love it, don't you? It's do. the coolest place it. ever. It's wonderful. And, and I don't think anyone can reasonably visit and, and not come away thinking that they'd happily live there. I would move there over in a second. We were we were picking out our house yesterday where we were gonna live. We were obviously picking out our engagement rings with all the oh, engagement ring yeah, yeah. shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, got a real oh, firm idea that. now. That was great. What, what's in your what, what what have you got in mind? We were kind of looking. We liked the idea of like a round gem in the middle with a kind of almost like a hexagon outer mm. of, of a slight amount of sparkle. Nothing Love too big. That kind of like vintagey vibes with the like kind yeah. of like dark dark stones like yes, black dark greens those. dark blues and and a gold band that was what we were going for yes because you're gold aren't you you're gold. i'm mostly i'm mix and match but i'm mostly a gold lady yeah it is what would you coloring. have i am silver i'm own i don't wear any gold exclusively silver fair play not, not that i've got a problem with gold it's just i wear Sorry. silver do what you gotta do and i completely agree with you Dark gems. I would like an Alexandrite ring. Now, <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> you know the names. Yeah, I spent hours in Brighton looking at engagement rings, which I don't even want, by the way. If anyone bought me an engagement ring, I'd sell it. But I want to buy myself an engagement ring because I'm great. Um, and I'd have an Alexandrite, which is a very sort of deep, dark ocean turquoise, but like so deep, like the darkest part of the ocean but it's like in the light it just really like looks amazing colors is that the one they threw into the water but i thought the old lady picked it up what dropped it into the ocean at the end yeah maybe i went down and got it for you ah you shouldn't have oops i did it again to your heart yeah god lost um so that Pear drop, which is not everyone or anyone's first choice. I just really like it. Personally. Yeah, 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 Sm- yeah. Very small, but that shape. On a band of, I don't know what they call is it? Do we call it an encrusted band? Very, very thin encrusted band. So it's like what lots does encrusted of, mean? So encrusted where it's not, you don't really see the metal. It's lots of very, very small gems together. You know, like kind of, bo- like, oh. it's gems all the way around, but they're tiny, tiny, tiny. You have thought this through. Oh, no, I've spent... About three hours in Brighton looking at all the rings. But I didn't find the ring I wanted with all of those ingredients. Oh my 
my god. Well, we must. This can be the thing that they send us to our P.O. box. The engagement ring. Yes, someone will find this. So, Claudia, just to clarify, she's in the market for a small, dark gem with a hexagon-like outer ring of sparkle. Yeah. Uh, gold band. Now, band-wise, plain, skinny, hammered, brushed. What What do you want? What are the words you just said? Hammered? Yes. You That's know. what I was yesterday. <laughs> oh, sure. Is that, that, is that the, the drunken bride? I think that would suit you down to the ground. Okay, great. Um, no, I think oh, hammered is slightly more masculine, stereotypically. You know those men's wedding rings where it looks like it's been hammered? It's, like, textured. Oh, Okay. Um, this tends not to be so much on women's rings, but yeah, I do quite like sure I quite like that. that. I think like for you, like a very you know, maybe just a very small gold band. What kind of gold are you after? You after like more like a like a rose gold or just like a I feel traditional? Like I just gold? walked into fucking Ollivanders. Like I think like T- famously just, an engagement just, ring shop. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't I don't know. Well, you I say you were looking at engagement rings, Claudia. It sounds like you just went, oh, I don't mind that one. Come on, let's put some effort into this. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when when we then met up with our other friends, they were like, oh, yeah, no, I've got pictures. All my very much single friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I've got pictures on my phone. Let me show you what it is that I want. And I thought, God, I really haven't put as much effort into this, like, thought-wise, as I should have done. I think that's quite, quite nice because, as well, I think it's nice... Sometimes if, if, if somebody were to pick it out for you, to be like, this is so Claudia. And then you're like, oh my yeah. God, yeah, this is so me. I could never p- pick. Although, don't you hate it when somebody does that to you and they go, oh, this is so Claudia or this is so Evie. And you think it's hideous. My friends have done that to me before about stuff. And I actually, and the way that they have all communally agreed that, that that is something that is so me and I'm looking at it thinking that that is the most effing disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life and I just I feel, suddenly feel really sad because I think what am I projecting out into this world that makes you think I want that tacky piece of shit okay here's a quandary if this is nothing to do with bowel and bowel conditions I have no idea where we're going off on one here well rings yeah. anus rings it all comes back <laughs> it's like rings. what kind of anus ring would you like <laughs> If so, if let's say your boyfriend proposed to you with a ring, mm-hmm. with a, with mm-hmm. a, 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 a classic engagement ring, mm-hmm. and you hated it, you hated the ring. Mm-hmm. Like you took one look at it, and you were like in your head, you're like, I appreciate what he's done here, but I hate that ring, and I don't want to wear it, and I don't think that can grow on me. What do you do next? Okay, because I can I can picture the ring just because um my my friend was telling me that her cousin got a ring. And it was like a daisy, like as in something that you get in like a Kinder Egg. No, no, no. Um, no, thank this you. This is not Topshop um, circa two thousand and nine, right, sweetie? Um, okay, here's what I would do. I would definitely not be taking the classic Instagram <gasps> photo with said ring. I would say, how did you pick the ring? I, I, I would do some digging because if he was like. Oh, I I spoke to your sisters. I you know spoke to your best mate. I I went for hours looking for it, and everybody agreed that this was the best thing for you. Then you start to go, okay, well, um, can you just hold a second while I get my sisters on speed dial and kill them, and then you place the blame on them. Yeah, rather than. And I think what I would do is say that the ring was uh hurting my finger, 
And then I'd say, let's go to the jewellery shop to get it fixed. And while we were there, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I re- I think I prefer this one. Would you mind if we swapped really? it? Yeah. So you don't think you would say, look, I really appreciate your thought. That's incredibly kind, but I'm, I, I'm sorry. I just, I don't think that's really my taste. Would you what, mind like a sensible else? human being telling <laughs> the truth to the person that you love? No, no I wouldn't no, do you that. Would, you would find no. a way of, of making yeah. it. Something different. A story. It's too much of an empath, Eves. Too much of an empath. Can't bear the idea that they would feel so crushed after putting so much effort into it. Can't deal with that. I think let's say let's say it's really your boyfriend who's done that. I think he'd probably see through that if I'm being completely honest. No, if, if you went into shit. if you went into the shop and then you went, Oh, I think I prefer this, even though you put loads of thought into that, I think he'd be that'd be a bit more crushing. He'd be like, Oh, so you like this but you prefer that rather than not so are you judging my skills as a certified trained actress? N- not at all. That's crucially not what I'm doing. I'm just That's saying... That's what I'm getting would, from this. Would he... Not that I don't think your performance wouldn't be convincing. Yeah, it's it just that... Is is that better than just... To, to be on the receiving end of that, you put in loads of thought and effort and then somebody just pops into the shop to get it resized and while they're in there, oh, actually, I fancy that one. Is that not a bit, a bit more cutting? Is that not a bit more off the cuff a bit more like I actually mean, well that one fuck, fuck. I've, I've heard your backstory and yet still it's a no what kind of weird ass healthy relationship do you think I have it's rooted in lies which has made me think what's the worst gift you've ever been given because don't you hate oh. now now that you have your own place if somebody gets you somewhere that's like home related you have to get it out oh my God. every time they come round this is fucking terrible such a good question Bad presents, very topical. So my boyfriend, um, my boyfriend and my anniversary today, and he's got me some absolute shockers. So he bought me one year. He bought me a laundry basket as a present, um, and then the next year he bought me a Slytherin T-shirt because he told me he thought that's what my house would be for um, Harry Potter, which I sort of thought was maybe the same as him telling me he thought I was evil, some sort of malevolent presence in his life. So yeah, that they they both that's gone. The t-shirt's gone. Um, what about you? What are your worst gifts? I mean, the only the one that like really comes to mind from my childhood, yeah, um, was not oh, a right. worst gift, but was when my mum gave my gift to my sister. What? And then she she'd wrapped up. We were obsessed with Fisher Price. Oh yeah, love like obsessed with them. And so I um was watching my little sister open hers and my little sister seemed to have like loads of presents like way way more than I had and it was a bit weird and then I just heard mum go oh dear and I was like mum that was on my list of that it was some sort of like Fisher Price like playground set or something she was like yeah that was supposed to be for you but I don't want to take it away from her because she'll get very upset so I just had to sit and watch her play with it until she fell asleep and then I was allowed to have it oh that is classic middle child child, yeah that is classic so I'm sorry but did I even though they were wrapped up did your mum not think hmm bit of an imbalance here doesn't it like Claudia's got much no I think she did them quite late and was yeah. drinking Baileys on the job yeah. you know like well, she wasn't taking it as seriously as, as she should have yeah, this, she needs yeah. To fucking, if she thinks that's Christmas a really serious fun, job that. then she needs to rethink it's pretty She's fucking serious and I remember as well one year my grandma knowing that my boyfriend at the time was going to be there got me a vibrating pen so that it looked like a dildo inside the oh, the wrapper God, she's so, so that when I 
she was so naughty so and it was in front of my whole family and she was like claudia open this one so we all knew it was something like weird and as soon as i touched it it was like and i mean it looked it was like a phallic shaped object and i went bright red was this your first boyfriend as well like school yeah this one i was like 14 (gasps) terrible i would die on the spot it was horrible she loved it she loved that kind of (laughs) that kind of shit really um yeah. And the thing is, it's difficult because you don't want to sound spoiled by being like, I didn't get a very nice present. It's fine. No present. Absolutely perfect scenario. Don't worry about not it. Not a problem. It's when you've wasted your money on buying me shit. Let's yeah. all not bother. Let's just forget uh, you know, it. You know what I'm quite looking forward to, though, that's coming up is the end of school. <gasps> and that's when I get presents from parents. Ooh, and do you know what? Oh, sometimes... You you live off the bath products for the rest of the year. Fantastic. Like, I remember one year I filled, when I was living with my housemates, I filled our entire dining table with chocolate and sweets and booze. Amazing. And I just said to everybody, just take what you want, but I've got too much. I've already got stuff in my room. Like, this is all yours. That's amazing. It's it's fantastic. If you think of every kid that you either teach or teach drama to or whatever, that's a lot of gifts. That's a lot of gifts. And then, do you know what? Sometimes you think, oh, you know, this is so unnecessary. And I think, no, your child um, did, you know, bite me or, you know, made me turn to wine. So I'm going to I'm gonna take this Topshop voucher from you and I will be on my merry way. Thank you very, very much. Can you please pay for six sessions of therapy? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. They actually should do that. That'd be a great gift. Work. That'd be a great gift. All workplaces should do that. Maybe you, Maybe teachers can start having some sort of registry. Like they do it when it, and we and people can just you yeah. know the parents can just get the gifts from that. I mean we're sounding like the most ungrateful bitches in the world, but know, you really but do need to think these things through. I'd never complain if I didn't get a gift. I only complain mm. when I get a really um, horrible one. <laughs> just the poo of us, you and I. I'm gonna segue onto the gift of this podcast. Mm-hmm. That was my segue. Um, so let's talk about the series. Series two. Mm-hmm. Series, do you call it series? Season? What's the American? I, th- I feel like series is British and season is American. Yeah. But in, within yeah. podcasting, everyone seems to be season. So. All right, fine. But whatever. Tell me, what are your best and worst mm. memories of season two? Great question. Best, best top, top one, I think, was our interview that we did at Fenworth. If you've not listened to that episode yet, I would definitely go back um, and listen to it because it just gave me some insights and found out some information that I just had no idea about. I didn't even really know what a urologist was. So, well, when I say I didn't really, I didn't know at all what a urologist was. And she just provided some fantastic um, and, like, heartfelt information, um, but in, like, a really understandable, pragmatic way. I thought she was fantastic. Highlight. Thinking about the quarantini, really want to make that. She spoke about. Another highlight would probably be, um, to be honest, it would probably be some of the sponsorship things that we've done, some of the progress we've yeah. made, some of the fantastic correspondence from the listeners, which is always like wonderful. And also yes. the old guests getting in contact with us and just that, you know, sort of building upon that base. I've really, really enjoyed that. Low lights for me, probably when I shit myself. I shit myself this season. I didn't shit myself during season one. No, um, yeah, you were lucky that way. But when I did shit myself, I was at home. So it's fine. You what, did fine. What about you? What are your highlights and lowlights? 
Oh, so highlights. I, I think a bit like season one, I feel like I've learned so much, but maybe I feel like we've learned about very different things mm. in season two. I think season one, a lot of it was learning about conditions that we hadn't heard about and kind of getting a good base level understanding. Mm. Season two, a lot of it has been like, about the science yeah, side def- of yeah, it and how yeah. the body works. like, And that's been really interesting. I think a massive highlight for me was when we spoke to a cushly young about period poverty. Was that this season? Really... Yeah. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I know. Like, I didn't really know much about that and I thought that was such a, a side of it. And, and similar with Lauren Mahon talking about um, bowel cancer, like that was something that we hadn't really covered before and then sorry i now i'm now just listening off everybody but i mean i the ma- the major lols um we're speaking to elaine, elaine miller i thought you were gonna say elaine yeah oh it's just like you just and the same with um gareth when you get a comedian oh. on, on you can just you can just feel the energy and it's it's quite fun because not that we ever sit here and worry about not that we ever worry about being funny but not that we're ever sat here like um, cogs working trying to work out how to be funny but then when you get a comedian on you almost can sit back and relax a little bit can't you because they you just know they're going to provide the lulls and you've just got to try and riff with them so that was that was really lovely Absolutely. and you're so so right about the emails oh. the emails we get from people if you when people have told us that you know if they're going through a bit of a tough time and we've made them laugh that you can't really put put a price on that eves no, that absolutely. was quite quite special absolutely right and we really appreciate your correspondence because not only are you relating to what we're saying you also obviously feel strong enough to get in contact and get in touch and that means the world to us and we would also like to say a huge thank you to all of our guests from season two do we have time to name them yeah let's do it i'm gonna get the list up Get the list out. Because I can't remember my own. We've had so many, Evie. We've had so many people. We've had, I mean, obviously, thank you to all the guests in, in Series 1 that have supported us in this series as yeah. well. But the nice-ass people. Yes, this season have been Morwenna, Morwenna Sachs, and Rick Garner. Rick Garner's mm-hmm. from the um, First Truck Brewery. That was in our Celia mm-hmm. season episode. Gareth Berliner, Laura Tilt, yeah, Sam Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. As Claudius mentioned, Akushla Young, a Catherine Alcock with Tour of Blues of London, Elaine Miller on Pelvic Physiotherapy, Venus mm. Libido on Endometriosis and Sex. Loved her. Fantastic. Lauren Mahan and Fenwick Millhouse. And our next episode, which hasn't come out yet, but will obviously when you're listening to this is um with uh, Anya Christopherson. Have I said that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. So um yes, please do feel free to go and listen to all of those. Or if you've not even listened to series one yet, do go back. It will help the stats. It will. <laughs> and oh, how we love to check those stats every fucking day. Stop what you're doing. Let's talk about pooing. So this is the part of the show where we read out some of your correspondence. We read out your toilet tales. Do we have one, Claudia? We actually do. And I'm really excited for you to hear this because it really made me laugh. I mean, in the subject of the email, it literally says a shitty remembrance Sunday. Oh, fantastic. We've got the context. We know what time of year it is. Let's go. I love it. Okay, it says, Hello, love the podcast. I don't think I've ever learned so much, laughed so hard and related to anything more in my life. And I have a turtle, which I think you will both enjoy. 
This is a story from my dad, who, after listening to this podcast, told me he had the perfect story to send in about an unfortunate incident he had a few years ago. So each year on Remembrance Sunday, hundreds of people walk up Great Gable in the Lake District. My dad's friend had never done this, so my dad offered to go with him. The night before the walk, they joined their fellow hikers at the campsite for a boozy night of real ale and live cultured beers, with the party going on well into the early hours of the morning. A few hours later, my dad's friend wakes him up. You have to set off early to make the summit by 11am. With his friend having convinced him he would be fine, they set off up the hill. As they began their ascent, the real ale started to make itself known. It soon became apparent that no amount of clenching was going to hold this in, especially not whilst trying to walk up such a steep hill. But the weather was on his side. Thick fog. So he stepped a few feet off the path so as not to lose the path in the fog. As nature took its course, and they put a lovely poo emoji there, a sudden breeze started to blow up the valley and the fog immediately vanished, revealing hundreds of walkers heading up the hill not six feet away. With nowhere to hide and unable to nip off the torrent of beer shits, all he could do was smile and wave at their horrified expressions. And I think you can guess who I inherited my IBS from. (laughs) Isn't that brilliant? That's absolutely remarkable. And also, strangely, not the first time we've had somebody having to step off the path of a a mountain. Yes, I thought that. It reminded me of that story. Up Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. There's so many people that have done that, walked up a mountain, had to step to one side and poo. <laughs> yeah. If we if there are two of you so true. there's two thousand of you or more, we've got you know there must be lots of you. We need to join these people together, don't we? We do. I mean, especially if you have fog on your side, no no one's Could we do some sort of it. sponsored fun fun fog run for all the Where? survivors who've shat in the fog and <laughs> we could make t shirts. Support group. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Like, and it's lovely to hear that a um, father and child are. I know. Together. What a lovely thing to, to enjoy together. So, thank you so much for sending your correspondence in. That means a lot. It does. It does. Any words of wisdom before we depart? Any regrets? Any uh, thing that you that you don't want to go left unsaid? Um, I want to thank our sponsors, but. You know, one of them hasn't paid us yet, so maybe I'll <laughs> record a different episode of that. But thank you to the sponsors who have paid us. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Claudia Campbell for this season editing all of the episodes, her little Billy Bob self. So thank you so much. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you to you, mate. Hostess with the mostess. Thank you so much. My words of wisdom is ever since we started doing this podcast, I've carried around a very small mini purse inside my purse and in there I carry two busker pans, two emodiums and two peppermint tea tea bags all the time. That would be my word of wisdom. If I you can it. fit a spare pair of pants in, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> just a maybe it. just a whole change of clothes, change of personality. Change, yeah. yeah. What about you, Claude? What are your words of wisdom for the listeners or me? <laughs> Mate, I've got plenty of words of wisdom. <laughs> I, I need lots of <laughs> Um... I think my word of wisdom would be um, when, you know, even before we started season one, um, I mean, both of us were incredibly nervous about putting it out there. Um, 
and and I think the main thing I was so nervous about was I was like, what are people going to think of me when when they think that I openly talk about the problems that I have with my bowels? Like this is going to be terrible. Like how are people going to start looking at me? Are people going to think I'm I'm too open and too brash and and whatever? It literally did that happen once no it did not well certainly not to my face like and the only thing that's come out of it is that people have had more respect for me and I've managed to now get to meet um people who are being so open about these things and are you know being at the forefront of change of talking about these topics that have been you know kept silent for so long and I just think if there's anybody um who's feeling a bit uh alone about their conditions or a bit embarrassed I would you know, say following the footsteps of so many of the guests that we've interviewed and and make it a bit more of a public thing on, on your social media or get in contact with some of the people that we've interviewed because they're so lovely and I'm sure they'd love to talk to you. Um, and I genuinely think you will feel better about just being open and, and identifying with whatever is causing you trouble or um, pain or, or, or whatever it is. But I just think it's been nothing but positive since we've started talking about it and all the stuff yeah. I was scared about did not happen. Yeah. Like the complete opposite happened. Yeah, you're, that is such a such a great sentiment to uh, to end on there. I would wholeheartedly agree with you. And I'd also think, even if like people do feel a bit uncomfortable with me talking about it, A, they seem to be uncomfortable behind their back, which is fine, because people were doing that before. Um, <laughs> and um, also, it just maybe I don't care what the people think. It made me realise that, it's quite nice for me to be genuinely confident in myself to say, guys, I'm really sorry. I know we just sat down for dinner, but I actually just need to go to the toilet now because I feel like I probably do have diarrhea. I'm fine with saying that. And I wasn't fine yes. with saying that before. So I don't really so care true. if other people feel confident or not about yeah. me saying it. Um, I, I do, and that's all that matters. So if you can do that for yourself, then... And do you shit. know what, actually, people then seem to have actually kind of tried to meet you at that level yes. like you know whenever I go around people's houses now everyone's like oh we've got peppermint tea in for oh. you or don't or, or can you eat this or you know actually it, it's made things so much easier like people have not only listened and tried to you know tried to be positive and tried to be friendly about it they've actually tried to adapt when I'm in their company to to make my life a bit easier which is so lovely so yeah, yeah. I would people I would are say good, aren't they? they are they are mostly. People are broadly nice. <laughs> so that's it from us then, Eves. It's time to say goodbye for the time being. Time we'll to say goodbye. Sorry, I interrupted you there. I thought it was quite irritating. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you so, you much. so much. No, I we I don't I don't know how to finish this. I feel like I'm really like stuck with with how to end. <laughs> this episode other than just to say thank you everybody yeah, I think we've you've been gems material we do we, we do so we... keep it in and say hey man we didn't have to finish the episode here you are that's fine it's all good blah blah fucking blah goodbye everybody <laughs> thanks everyone bye bye, bye. bye.